Welcome to Spark. I'm Angela Wagner. And I'm Nicole Esquino. And together we're back as your hosts for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based health and wellness coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter, and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. Well, this is it, Nicole. We are officially back. What do you think? We're back in the saddle again. (laughs) I know. We've been talking about this comeback for a long time, and I think people stopped believing us. I know. I'm excited it's finally here, but we've been preparing for some good stuff, so you guys just get ready. That's true. You know, since we've had like... So the last episode, let me look this up, that we... Aired. There's there's a couple things that are sort of interesting about it. Well, one is just that it's it's like the last thing in my podcast thing because it's been so long. It says April fourth, twenty eighteen. Stop. Isn't that sad? <laughs> that is. But what I find to be the most interesting part about it, and this was not planned, is that our last episode was called "Beating Burnout." Ah, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's super ironic. <laughs> I know. And we had zero plans to quit the podcast. And then it was just literally, I got it, like I was just burned out. And what's funny is you came up with that idea of burnout. Like that wasn't even my, you must have like known that it was happening to me or something. Oh, subliminal messaging going on there. (laughs) Yeah. So this episode is just going to be Nicole and I giving you guys an update of what's been going on with us and kind of why the podcast disappeared and, and all that kind of stuff. And then our next episode, we're going to talk about some of the ideas we have and the new direction and all that good stuff. So I'm excited. So I'm trying to think back to April as to like what exactly was going on, but there was a lot of changes within my yoga studio, yoga sport, switching of a manager. And um, I had like a new program I was working on with a consultant and things just were like insane. And my health had been kind of going downhill, which I'll talk more in depth about in a minute. And I just hit a wall, you know, and I've always been that kind of person and you're this way too, I think that is just go, 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 go. I've always been able to like, no matter what's going on in my life, good, bad, indifferent, I can achieve a lot and just push through. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's like the way I've always done things. And this last year has taught me that that is no longer possible. And I think a lot of it has to do with also being a mom of two young kids and my body just, my body literally just being like, no, sorry, it ain't happening. (laughs) But it's so good that you recognize that now because I think this is something that affects type A people, one, but also is super prevalent for women in general, especially mothers. So I think this is very relatable, your story. Yeah. So we'll get into that. Um, there is um, a light at the end of the tunnel and go, moving towards a happy ending. So don't worry. We'll get into all the the not so fun stuff and then we'll, we'll share through that. But let's talk about you because that's like all good. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about all the fun stuff. So I don't have any idea what we were doing in April. I can't even think about that far back, but I can just update on what team mama and fee are up to now (laughs) so fiona will turn two years old in two weeks so august 21st or three weeks three weeks she will be 
two years old. OMG. So that's our, I know, right? It seems like I was just at the studio. So it's so, it's crazy how fast it's flying, but we're having so much fun and she's just the coolest chick ever. And so what have we been up to? Let's see. We're learning Spanish. That's our big one right now. We're trying to raise Fiona to be bilingual which means, a.k.a. Mama is learning preschool Spanish right now. (laughs) Vic is fluent, right? Vic is fluent in Spanish, and so when he's here, he tries as much as he can to speak in Spanish to her. And I actually understand a lot of Spanish, but I would always... I've always responded in English just because it's easier. It takes me five minutes to formulate a sentence to respond. So I'm always like, never mind. I'll just say it in English. Exactly. (laughs) But I mean, the other person's just like waiting on me to say something. So then I just get frustrated. So Fiona and I have totally, we just dove deep into this like Spanish preschool type, very relaxed rhythm. And I have learned a lot of Spanish, probably more Spanish than I learned through four years in high school and four years in college, which is crazy. But the preschool Spanish is just really, it's easy, like it makes sense. And so that's our big one right now. So we're hoping Fiona will be bilingual. That is our goal. And we're hoping that mama will get bilingual at the same time. (laughs) So we'll see how that goes. I'll keep you posted. I can say lots of fun commands, you know, like no teeth and (laughs) potty, those kind of things is the words we're learning. And then our other big project this summer is we started our very own garden, like a real legit three huge box gardens. And we have been eating our food. What are you growing? What do you make? So this was our first time, like we've always had indoor plants and stuff. So we've always enjoyed growing stuff, but this is our first time like taking it outside and on a much bigger scale. So we planted every vegetable you can think of. And I was like, we'll just see what happens and we'll learn as we go. Some, some of it's going to fail and we'll learn from our mistakes and we'll do better next time kind of thing. So we literally, I planted every seed that they had at the nursery. I was like, just give them all to me and I'll see, (laughs) I'll see what comes up. And so we had... We've been eating acorn squash, butternut squash, peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers. They uh, all grew? Almost everything grew. We did have some stuff take over. So I learned some things. Yeah, yeah. is super aggressive. And so our, (laughs) our acorn squash literally like ate everything in the box. Like it was bonkers. So the broccoli and the radishes, some of the smaller stuff started to, to grow, but then the squash would just like wrap around it and it would pull it until it would fall over. It was nutty. So we ended up with having a ton of acorn and butternut squash. Vic was like, we can go easy on those next go around. <laughs> Look up. I forgot what it's called. Dixie helped me last year when I was trying to do like a mini garden mm-hmm. and I forgot what they call it. It's not batching, but something like that where you, like you learn like which vegetables play well with others. And mm-hmm. you know, one of the main things I wanted to grow, which is super easy, is just mint and basil and that type of stuff. You know, a, a lot of herbs. And she said like mint does not play well with anyone. So it does not. We actually have mint that was here, was already growing, not like part of the garden. And we have mint and basil and both are super aggressive. They will literally take up the entire flower bed and you'll plant like one. It's insane. So we're learning a lot of stuff. And we grew a ton of stuff through the spring. But now that it's summer and it's crazy town hot here in Texas, a lot of the stuff just can't, it just can't sustain. So right now we're down to peppers, strawberries, and a cantaloupe. We have one cantaloupe. I'm super excited about this one cantaloupe. (laughs) That's impressive. 
<laughs> yeah. So we'll see. So that's been our really, our really big adventures for the summer. And then, so that's all me and B projects. And then let's see what else. Oh, I started writing and narrating for a children's podcast. So that has been, I started in January. And I'm absolutely loving it. It's called Story Time, and it's like short little five to 15 minute stories. And I get to write down all the crazy stories that are in my head, and I get to narrate <laughs> some fun stories. And I absolutely love it. And Fiona loved the podcast before I joined. And it's just a great group of people from all over the world. The guy who hosts it is based out of England. And then one of the other writers is from Australia. And then another writer is in California. So it's just super fun. It's just a lot of around the world type stuff. So it's neat to collaborate with them. And I'm really loving that. And I think that's all. I feel like there was one other thing that you were doing. Oh, the video stuff, the video. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, Nini, I was helping Nini, that's my mom, declutter, which we're always helping Nini declutter. We have to go in stages with her and <laughs> with, with a lot of people who oh, yeah, are I remember Nini's picture of, was it when she went to like CVS or something? And she scored big. <laughs> it looked like she had been to Costco. Exactly. She's the greatest shopper ever. It's fantastic. She can find coupons for everything. She can walk out of there and spend like 10 cents and she'll have 18 things. It's crazy. Again, there's a downside to that though, is ending up with too much stuff. So we've been helping her declutter and I dove into probably, I kid you not, a hundred VHS tapes that no longer have a way of playing. Like she doesn't have a VHS player. So I researched how to convert them into something that she could actually use. And I figured out a way and I learned all about it and I transferred them all over to digital format for her so that she can watch them like on, on a private YouTube channel. And she has loved it. It was so much fun just to see all these videos of me and my sister when we were super little. And even my dad, we have some of my dad when he was like, I don't know, five or six in these old black and white films. And um, her and my dad have played them so many times. It's just been super cool because you just go click on your phone, pop in YouTube and she could cast it up onto her TV screen. So she got to like share it with my grandma. And so it's been, it was really good. So I took what I learned and I just offered it to anybody like on my Facebook who was interested in getting their stuff transferred to hit me up and let me know. And I'd be happy to help them out. And cause it's a tedious process. It takes a long time, but the end reward is just so much fun. <laughs> We went to Chicago a couple weeks ago to see my brother and it's so funny because, you know, you and I have obviously gone through like this huge simplifying journey over the years. And mm -hmm. so, it's, so they're both, my brother's an opera conductor and my sister-in-law is, I believe she's like a stage manager for operas. So they're very into music and I mean, they, they have a whole different like world of and need for video and that type of stuff. So I will give them that, but they have like this massive, like old school entertainment sort of bookshelf, you know, where you have like the TV and just like, you know, you used to have so much room for all your tapes or whatever, but they mm -hmm. had so many VHS tapes. And I was like, Tony, what is going on here? And he's like, well, they're all of me conduct, you know, conducting. And if I ever need them and Kristen's like, would you really want to give someone, you know, an opera from like 10, years, <laughs> 10 years ago? Cause he's like, I need to get them transferred. And I thought of you and I was like, Kristen was like, Tony, I don't think you want somebody from, you know, you don't want an opera from 10 years ago that you'd give to somebody. He's like, yeah, I guess not. But it's just so funny, right? It was so cute. So it's like, 
sometimes there's a lot of people with video VHS still out there is my point. Yeah, there is like, it's insane. A lot of people who are like my mom's friends are the people who would reach out to me. So not many people my age on Facebook were responding to me saying like, Hey, I have a ton of VHS. They were all like, (laughs) Hey, Hey, when I go to my mom's house this summer, can I send you some videos from me when I was a majorette and all the, that's the kind of stuff I was getting and they're like, once I can get my mom to get up in her attic, I'll send you some videos. And I was like, it's so funny. It's just this one generation of people, but they're also the people who are most attached to them. So like, even after I transferred them all, my mom was like, so can I throw it away now? Like, can I recycle it? And I was like, yes, please recycle it. Like, we don't need it. It's never going to disappear. And she was like, well, maybe I should keep it just in case. And I was like, no. <laughs> you should have like a contract that says like, when you do this work, you must hand over the final copy of the VHS. And you Exactly. Will- So I did create, this is so funny that you think like, you're just like my brain. I created like an online form so that people could easily like fill stuff out because I was having so many come at me at once so I could filter and have like a little process, you know, type A. And the last little question on there is like, do you want these returned or would you prefer me to recycle them? And there's like a fee to have them for me to mail them back to you, obviously. And I put on all that on there and I was like, I'm hoping that nobody wants that. I'm hoping they should make the fee like, you know, $25 or something stupid. (laughs) So that they would recycle it. So, and I put like a little note there, like they're no, they're not going anywhere. I'm happy to restore anything, but let's recycle. (laughs) So yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love it. I do have, I think, three that are in my closet. So whenever you're, you have an open space, I may hit you up. Oh, yeah. They're, they're funny, I think. But I kind of just want to watch them. And I have a feeling if I watch them, I may not think they're even worth. But you know what I was thinking the other day? Like sort of along these same lines is like, obviously, we're in such a different world now. And we take videos of our kids like every five seconds. I mean, they mm-hmm. like walk across the room and we're like, oh, let's take a video. And I feel like that's creating a whole different problem of like just massive amounts of digital clutter. And I wonder if not only the clutter, but I wonder like when our kids are older, like what are they going to look at? Because there's almost going to be too much, you Mm -hmm. know? And so it's like, how do we pare it down? At least like when we open up like a photo album from our parents, it's like the one good photo from this one event or maybe three, but that's it, you know? And that's really all you need. But I mean, and then like I sort of call through all the photos quite a bit, but there's still ridiculous amounts, but there's ridiculous. so many videos. And mm-hmm. how do you like delete a video of your kid, even though there's like 800? So I don't know. It'll be an interesting thing, I think, for our kids when they're older. One of the ladies that I transferred some stuff for, she was like, you know, I think I just want like some little snippets of it. And I was like, well, I'll just do the whole recording and then you can take a look at it. It was eight hours of footage, eight hours. And it was just literally like a whole football game. And then her twirling for, you know, like 10 minutes in the middle of the segment. And then it would be a whole nother football game and a whole nother football game. And so it's the same kind of thing. Like they were just recording the twirl. Yeah. Like I can splice it and just get out like what you want. Like that's, that's one of the services I could totally do if you wanted. But a lot of times you have no idea what's on the video. And so they were like telling me what to look for so that I could go through and, and you had to watch eight hours of video. No. So like I can go through and I have a software that'll automatically like go through and grab snippets and it'll be like, it shows me when scene changes happen. That's like getting super technical, but I'll know if yeah. something different is happening or if it's still football, football, football. And I could see, so I could go in and grab it for her, but that does take a lot more time. But 
super valuable. So now she has this 10 minute clip of her on YouTube that she can watch if she wants that. Or you could watch the whole eight hours if you wanted to. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a good use of your time. <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, Oh, who watches eight? I mean, but that's how in those days, you know, you would just put the big recorder in the corner of the room and it would watch the whole Christmas opening present celebration kind of thing. Like that's what a lot of my moms were. It was literally the camera just stood there on a tripod and you would watch us open all these presents at Christmas and stuff. And it was funny because you like don't even know you're being recorded. It's just sitting there like part of the room. But we got some really fun video out of it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So anything else you want to share? I think that's it. Oh, well, I will say you did mention photo albums. I am... I started to dip a little bit into photo albums. So if you've got pictures too, I might be able to help you out. But that takes a lot of time. So I'm still working on streamlining that, you know, how to make it more feasible because there's just, Nini has so many pictures. (laughs) Yeah. But now- One thing I wanted to work on this summer was like cleaning out my digital, um, just digital everything. I just haven't, that happens at all. (laughs) It's a little bit easier to ignore digital stuff because it's not all up in your face all the time. Like when you walk past, you know, your kitchen or that cabinet with all the VHS in it, you see it. The digital stuff, at least it's kind of like hidden in the cloud right now. I know. Well, I'm going to actually type that in my notes, digital clutter. We'll do an episode on that because I think that's so key. Mm-hmm. I think we did one earlier. But yeah, I think so too. You can always revisit it. And that's one thing I recommend for you guys that are either new to the podcast or it's just been so long. It's like we have, I think, 58, 57 episodes. So we were on air for, and we did it religiously once a week because we are rule followers. We don't mess with that, which we'll talk about in the next podcast, but that's going to change for us. So you can go back and you know just listen to the old stuff and get some great ideas. I think there's a lot of really great, easy, quick tips, tools. There's some great guests that we featured. So We'll have to bring some of those back and then maybe we can like do some things. Do some throwback stuff. Yeah, I like throwback. it. Spark, I like it. I like um, it. Now tell us all about you. What have you been doing, my dear? Mine is not as positive. Okay, it's not that like life is terrible. It's just been, it's been a tough year to be really, really transparent. The studio, so for those of you that don't know, I own a studio in Dallas called Yoga Sport and we celebrate our 15th birthday. So that is really good news. Mm-hmm. in May of this year. So that, that, and it was funny because I was in such a bad place just with my health and everything that I almost didn't even celebrate it. And I celebrate everything. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of a huge indication that, you know, something's wrong here because that's a big deal, you know, and there's not really that many local businesses or certainly fitness studios or yoga studios that are around that long. So it's a huge accomplishment. And it took me a while to you know, kind of honor that. <laughs> Huge accomplishment. Yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> really a big deal. 15 years is a long time. You know, and with the competitive landscape right now and all the big shots that have been in for years, it's, it's really, really amazing. And what we have is really special. So I thank you to everyone involved. And if you are in Dallas, come see us. Go to yogasportdallas.com. It's a pretty special place. And then, so what had kind of been happening is just my health had been declining. When I say that, it was really like, I didn't understand what it was, but I think I've talked about on the podcast before, my second child, Zoe, she was born, so she just turned three in April. She was, I think we were on, I don't, I don't remember if we were on air. I think we were when she was born, but it was really, really tough. Like she just cried all the time. It was just a very, very challenging 
beginning four months of her life. And she's always been kind of a high needs baby or kid. And I don't mean special needs. It's just like, she's very spirited. That's what we say. Passionate. (laughs) I like it. She is certainly the Barisi of the family. That's my maiden name. And so we always joke, if someone's a Wagner, then it's John's side and they're very more like chill. And there's like certain characteristics we call Wagner characteristics and then certain ones we call Barisi characteristics. Zoe does everything big. She loves big. She lives big. She cries big. She She's just got tons of emotion. She doesn't quite know what to do with. And so she's the sweetest little girl ever, but it's been tough. So anyway, so that kind of, but with all of that, you know, it's just being a new mom. I mean, I guess I wasn't a new mom, but I had her two kids under two, which was insane. I don't recommend. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and then, you know, owning your own business, full, full-time working mom. I mean, I'm, there's plenty of people out there that have done it, but it, it was hard. You know, we don't, we don't have like a live-in nanny. We have a lot of help with our family. But anyway, so that was sort of the start of it. And I didn't realize that was the start of it because I was so sleep-deprived from just being a mom that I just thought headaches and me feeling like crap all the time was part of being a mom. And then I got, you know, then I, my eating habits went downhill and then I just wasn't practicing yoga as much. I wasn't doing any cardio. And it all just sort of like went, and then it got to a place where all of a sudden I couldn't put my head down. So I can't put my head forward or if I put my head just below my heart in any capacity. So even just like bending down to pick something up, if I have my head down versus looking up when I do it, I get this massive head pressure and rush in my head. It feels like someone's just squeezing my head. Or you know when you get like one of those really bad sinus infections and you feel like your head's going to explode? Yeah. It's like that and it's instant. And then I come back up and I get this like whoosh sort of feeling. And then I get an instant migraine and I'll have, a, I'll have the migraine for like the rest of the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so all over that. It was so, well, I shouldn't say it was weird. It still is weird. I've just, it's been probably almost a year and a half that I've had it and I have just learned to live with it. But what is really, really sad about it is I can't practice yoga. Like there's almost no capacity with which I can do it because well, at least our practice. I have to modify it so much that by the time I'm done, it's like, it doesn't even feel like uh, yoga. And then I almost always accidentally put my head down at some point and then I'm, I'm like regret it. So it got to the point last year, like earlier last year, it was probably right around when we stopped doing the podcast. My husband was like, please stop practicing yoga. It's just making you, it's just, you're hurting yourself. And I was like, this is so crazy. The thing that has like been my part of my soul for 20 years, that's like, help me heal, help me process. Like it's been my constant. I couldn't do it. So I got really, really depressed. And I started going to all these doctors. Uh, If I could list the doctors I went to, it was out of control. I started with the jaw doctor thinking that it was my teeth, like me grinding at night, which I've done forever. The list of medications that they tried was ridiculous, Nicole, because I just went to a new doctor and they, I mean, it was probably like 15 different things and they were all like heavy drugs at night to try to get me to stop grinding. None of it worked. Anyway, I'm not going to go through all of that, but I went, I did every imaging. I mean, I did like, you know, people are like, did you do MRIs? I'm like, I did three MRIs. I did an MRA, an MRV. I didn't even know what these things were. CAT scan, like you name it. Went to every type of specialist. I did a sleep study overnight in the lab, which, whoa. <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> it was insane. I'll have to, I'll have to show you a picture. Like it is so dramatic 
because there's like probably 50 wires like attached to you. And then they're like, okay, go to bed. It's, it was wild. Like, can I go to sleep like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what was really hard about all of it was it was literally like a full-time job, right? So I was, I mean, my manager, Jonathan, has been like the, the he, it's like, he was like an angel sent down from heaven. He's just been so amazing because he's just held up the fort while I've been trying to heal myself. So, you know, I was going to the doctor, I would say twice a week, I was in either a doctor or a therapist's office trying to get better, whether it was chiropractic or, you know, I was trying everything. Uh, nothing worked. And every doctor said to me, I think you're just depressed. You need to go on antidepressants. And I was like, you know, I'm sorry, conventional medicine, but like I've been on antidepressants and they totally messed me up. But I was like, I'm depressed because I feel like crap every day, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I said, I was like, my body is screaming, something's wrong and no one's listening. And I was just like, I mean, I was like at my wit's end. So I decided towards the end of last year to just stop. I was like, I'm not going to another doctor. I'm just going to take some time off and just see if I can heal on my own. Maybe if I stop, you know what I mean? Like I just didn't know what to do. So from January through, like I think I did my last procedure because I was doing like invasive stuff too. I even did like they did what's called a blood patch where they thought I maybe had like the epidural from from like Luke or Zoe's uh, birth. They thought might have like nicked. I don't remember. Anyway, I was like trying to remember all this stuff. And so they thought like, okay, well, we'll go in and patch it with, blood and it was like they had to put me under and then I had a spinal tap procedure which my they gosh. don't put you under for it's really freaky <laughs> but I was literally like do everything give I want every test because I've been working at this for a year so I need to know that like I'm not going to like fall down tomorrow and have like a brain aneurysm or something so they did they did they did all the testing and everything was normal which was maddening I mean it was great right because you're like I don't want to be like oh I have a brain tumor and I have cancer but it was like how could this be so I started to kind of go a little crazy I did actually go on antidepressants and then they made me crazy. So what I started to do is I just said screw conventional medicine. Not that conventional medicine's bad, it's just that it wasn't helping me, right? Mm-hmm. So I took a break, stopped re- researching, just stopped everything and it kept feeling worse and worse and worse, which I was like oh. and it got to the point where like I couldn't even like sit down for like longer than 10, 15 minutes at the computer because I would be like on a spreadsheet and then I would completely not know what I was supposed to be working on. And this still happens to me all the time. My brain fog is so bad. Like I'll be teaching a yoga class and I will forget what I've been teaching, which generally does not happen to me. So I took some time off from the studio this summer and I started to research more natural healing. One of the things that I've been doing over the past two years, I don't know that I've really talked about on the podcast, is I've been taking classes on what's called environmental toxins. And that's not like you think of like smog outside, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but more of like the products in your daily life that you use. And it can also include like medications and things like that. And so I've been surrounded by a group of women that are, they're in the, what's called functional medicine world or like natural medicine or they're sort of just in that other space. I was like the weird, normal person. <laughs> you know I mean? like they, they were like, you go to a regular doctor and you, you know, like you don't cook every day. I'm like, no. So mm-hmm. the, I so much from them and be, made really good friends from these classes. I got my certification in environmental toxins. So I'm going to be talking a lot about that coming up just to help people like, like it's fascinating and it's so easy. There's so many things we can do on a daily basis to pull some of these things that are so unhealthy for us out of our lives and out of our bodies and all that stuff. 
So anyway, so I had been down that journey and those women really encouraged me, like, go see a functional medicine practitioner. So long story short, I found a, a great center here in Dallas that's apparently incredibly well-known. Um, the doctors I've been seeing are actually MDs that turned to functional medicine. So they're functional medicine trained and classically trained, which I love. And uh, we're on a new journey. So I'm not going to give away too much because it's very new, but I will say that in the last month that I've been working with them, I've gotten more answers than I got in a year and a half of searching. So I feel hope, yeah, for the first time in a really long time. And I'm starting today on a new diet, which we'll talk a lot about. We'll save that for another episode because I know I'm going to need your help. (laughs) I'm excited. I'm excited about this whole, I love the world of functional medicine and I'm just uber excited to learn more about environmental toxins. That's totally speaking to my hippie soul. So I'm excited to just hear about all of that. I know. It's really amazing. And I have always prided myself on being the yogi that was like the quote normal yogi. And what I mean by normal or what I meant by normal was it's so sad now because I look back and I'm like, it's just really ignorant. But I would I would like spray Lysol all around the studio, you know, and be and then hide it in the back because I knew like in the yoga world you shouldn't have that. But I didn't really know why it was bad. I just knew like, oh, it's bad for you, but but I want to clean in here. You know what I mean? And it was just so ignorant and obnoxious, really, when I think about it. So now I feel like I'm armed with some really good information, and not just from the toxic standpoint, but also from like a diet standpoint and a gut standpoint and just all these things. And I'm going to be bringing that in. We'll talk in the next episode a little bit more about it. But I, I feel so hopeful and haven't, I really was in such a dark place. So I feel like it's a good time to come back. And one of my biggest goals is to help other women that are in this, obviously not going to be in the same situation, but in a situation where they might feel like what is wrong with me and they don't know what. And so that's what a lot of the stuff you and I are going to be talking about that will really help people in their health and wellness journey. I love it. I'm super excited. And I can say that you look and sound so much lighter than you have the past few months. So I am uber excited to just see how this transformation goes. And fingers crossed for more positivity (laughs) over the next few months. Oh my gosh. I know. I still don't even sort of feel like myself. So it's awesome for you to say that. Thank you. I used to be, have so much energy. I'm like, okay, someday I'm going to get my, my energy back. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It is. I, I think you're, you're in a better place now though. And so I think that's hopeful for you, but also as an example to other people, especially women in that same situation where nothing's working, it's nice to just see and hear someone's on the other side of it or starting to get there. So it's going to be, I think it's going to be a great journey and a lot of people will be able to relate to it. Yeah, for sure. And then there's one other project that I honestly, through all of this, I look back and I don't know how I did it, but you encouraged me to do this. And I created a 200 hour online yoga teacher training. (laughs) And so I recorded a lot of my training in April that I did in the studio, which was probably most likely it's planning to be my life. I won't be doing an in-studio training anymore. I'm going to have other staff run it just because I it's so hard for my kids for me to be gone all the weekends and everything. So this is a way for me to still do the work I love. And it's just kind of the way the world's going. It's interesting because people I think are hesitant and I get it. Like even one of my old teachers was like, "Mm, not sold on yoga online. I'm like, I get it. I wasn't sold either, but I'm really, really proud of the product that we've created. And we do like weekly calls and Nicole, you just covered for me while I was on vacation 
So anyway, so that's exciting. Just thinking outside the box a little bit. And it's fantastic. You'll have to drop the link in the show notes for people to check out. It is amazing just to be able to see. I've seen the Angela magic in person, but to see the Angela magic online available to this wider audience is just so cool. That's why I was so encouraging you, even though you were in this like dark place and I was talking about this huge project, you took it on and oh my goodness, it is seriously magical. And I can't wait to see how many people you're able to reach out to with it because this is like life-changing work. And I'm just so glad it's available now on a much bigger scale. And it's available in a more realistic fashion. Like when I did the call for you last week, one of the girls was at work on a break. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. Like when could you do that and still be working on yourself and working towards like one of your dreams to be a yoga teacher one day. It was just very cool. And you should be super proud and everyone should go check it out. Even if you've thought about teacher training, you should go and look. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, and it's, it's so the new website, we created a new website. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I keep thinking I've done nothing because I feel like I just literally laid in bed, but we do have a new website. It's AngelaWagner.com, which someone owned and for a pretty penny, I won't say how much I bought it. Oh my goodness. I know. It's like, I want my, I want my URL. So AngelaWagner.com and the coaching stuff is on the main page and then there's a link to yoga. So if you're interested in the teacher training, go there and get on the wait list because we're, it's not open all the time. We're, we start and end together because we do calls and stuff. So we're running a summer session now. I don't know when the next one will be, maybe this fall. So I would get on that list to get an announcement for early bird discount. But yeah, so Nicole's a part of it. She's helping me develop stuff. We did a couple of sessions together and it's just neat. It's a neat, it's a neat concept. I love the idea that like, you know, if you miss something, you you just go back. Or even if you don't miss it, like are you ever like in class and you're you're spacey, you know, you didn't sleep well, you don't feel good, and then you're like, I don't even know. I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> Yeah. Or what did she just say? I have no idea. (laughs) I think it's pretty amazing. And we're going to be using it like our in-studio training. I'll probably do like an upgrade fee and then people can have that for like makeup hours and just review. And, you know, I just think it's a neat thing. So I look back on it now and I look at the membership site and I'm like, wow, okay. I haven't been like a total failure. (laughs) No, not all. It is fantastic. And the, not only is it like a yoga teacher training online, but it's still the same community concept that you built in studio you somehow managed to bring that exact same feeling to the online presence. Because like when I did it the other night, I felt like I was with the trainees. Like we were in each other's, like one was in her office and one was at work and I was in my living room and we're all just like doing yoga together. And it's still, we're very connected and there's that community aspect there that it's just so cool that you can do that. And I was totally at home and Vic and Fiona walked by in the background. Like it was just neat to be at home and still feel so connected to these other women doing this kind of work. Oh, I love it. Yeah. We'll talk more about it, especially when we launch the next one where we could talk for days because we love this stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, so that's kind of it for today. We just wanted to do a catch up episode so you guys could see or not see because you can't see us. (laughs) You could hear what's been going on and kind of why we disappeared and why we're back. And next week, we will talk about the direction of the podcast, the direction of the coaching, what we're going to be talking about. We have some things we need some help with as far as picking out some new things and all that. So stay tuned. And I say next week, it may be in two weeks. We're not sure yet like how often we're going to be distributing podcasts, but we'll talk about that in the next Just subscribe so you know when it comes. Just subscribe. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) 
Well, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, and we know you do, please do an act of kindness and leave us a review on iTunes and share this episode with your friends. It really does help us out. You can find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagner.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Angela Wagner. And we'll have more updates on all of that stuff. We, we're still sort of redeveloping the website and socials and all that. But as of today, that's what we got. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Later. Later.